and welcome to Health Beat. My name is Brian Hazelgren, and I'm your host once again for your Healthy Habits Zone. Uh, once again, this show is all about healthy living and overall well-being. We always discuss topics that are related to your health and wellness. We talk about things that can help you achieve that optimal wellness and emotional balance in your life. But today we've got some really fun things that we're going to be discussing on Health Beat. Uh, we're going to be talking about our skin and amazing products that are changing lives, and mine included. Uh, and I'll get into that in just a minute. But I did want to welcome everybody to Health Beat and uh, say once again that uh, we're grateful for RX to Live, who's uh, the primary sponsor of the show. <clears throat> I also want to thank Heroes Media Group and C-Suite Network Radio for the production and the distribution of this podcast. So today we want to talk a little bit about skincare. Okay, so beauty, even organic products, natural products. You've often heard uh, skin referred to as the epidermal layers or epidermis or the outer shell. Um, today we want to talk a little bit about how we keep the largest organ of our body healthy and how the largest organ of our body actually needs constant nourishment and nutrients and proper minerals to remain healthy. Sometimes taking care of your skin may need a little bit of extra help. We all know that. I'm living proof of that. Uh, I have had, uh, before I started using these products we'll talk about today, I had cracking heels, cracking feet for many years, and I don't have that anymore. That's gone away. I don't have diabetes, but I just live in a climate and I travel all the time and so my feet get dry and they crack, or they used to anyway, they don't anymore. I also had a, a spot on my upper right lip that was uh, driving me nuts for probably six years until I started using the products that we'll be discussing today and I no longer have that on there. So as you can probably tell, I don't know if I get a close-up view here, but there's no red mark on the top of my lip. So one of the things that we want to talk about are products that are developed by and um, uh, by Dr. Amir Katron, who will be our guest. I'll introduce Dr. Katron in just a moment. But we all know that from ancient times, uh, the Dead Sea has been known for exotic spas and baths and rich minerals and healing and nourishing skin. Um, the products that we'll talk about today actually come from the region of the world of the Dead Sea. Uh, we all know that uh, if you look back at the history that uh, kings and queens and royalty used products from, made from uh, either mud or water or plants from the Dead Sea. They used those products that were really rich in minerals, had a special climate that requ was required to pr produce those amazing minerals and qualities and uh, within the in the uh, products that they use and and even rare plants and herbs that grow in that particular region that region is known as the Judean Hills we all know where it is in the world but today we have a special guest with us and it's Dr. Amir Katron who is Hi. going to be with us today for the next uh, half hour 45 minutes to discuss the products that he has created we also have Michelle Harthill who's not only uh, the chief development officer, excuse me, chief marketing officer for Rx to Live, she's also been the catalyst behind getting the marketing and the branding out of Vera Decoris. 
this new product line that we've uh, launched. And so I'll just say it right now. Welcome, Dr. Catron, and welcome, Michelle. Glad to have you on the show today. So am I. Glad to be with you guys and honored, honored too. Wonderful. Um, today we want to discuss how we take care of our, our skin and both in, and I think one thing that everybody needs to be aware of is that when we're talking about products, these particular products, in fact, I'll, I'll hold up some of the boxes, uh, some of these amazing, amazing products that uh, you'll be able to uh, learn more about, uh, beautiful packaging that Dr. Catron has come up with. Um, but I think we want to get into some of the properties and, and at least let everybody know that these products are 100% organic, they're 100% natural, they're 100% vegan, and they're developed by Dr. America Tron, who's our special guest today. So without further ado, let's, uh, let's jump into a few questions, if that's okay, Amir and Michelle. Yeah, sure. Okay. Please, well, go ahead. Well, we all know that there's thousands of products on the market today. They all claim to do amazing and wonderful things for our skin. But, Amir, as, as a scientist, um, you know this better than we do, but what's wrong with most of the other products that are out on the market today, and why are they different from what you decided to create many years ago? Well, what we've been um, working on is uh, we started from the plants, actually, and uh, discovered that there existed very unique plants in the uh, Dead Sea region. I happen to be a chemist, a doctor of, uh, I have a PhD in chemical engineering, and I worked in classical uh, chemical industry. And living in this region, uh, I happen to live in a place uh, not far from the Dead Sea on the hills. I just became curious about the contents of uh, plants. And that brought us into plant research and then to check applications. And everything we developed, we, we never like uh, learned from other uh, cosmetics manufacturers. And so it's like our own evolution, our own development. And we, we uh, sort of like had our own principles of avoiding synthetic ingredients, which are present in, almost any cosmetic product. For instance, polyethylene glycol, uh, parabenes or other preserving ingredients, uh, petroleum uh, der uh, derivatives. And the reason uh, we avoid them is not because we're like romantic, uh, we like just love plants, but because many of them contain chemical impurities, whereas plants produce everything very, very precisely. They have their own enzymes. It's one of the things that fascinated me about plants is their capability to manufacture thousands and, and many, sometimes more ingredients, sometimes very complex ones, without any contaminations, without any uh, harmful uh, uh, side effects in many cases. Like we have toxic plants, but many we, we also confine ourselves to edible plants, plants which people have been eating consuming in some way for thousands of years, so we can be quite confident about most of them that they are not uh, harmful to our body or at least our skin. Now, in a normal cosmetics manufacturing, uh, you will see things that have nice photos of plants, 
sometimes it would say based on our containing organic uh, extract of certain plant, a nice, nice image of it. But what you need to do is look at the ingredients list, and then you will discover names of many, many synthetic substances, like uh, especially if you see the letters like EDTA uh, or various other letters, they are like uh, abbreviations of the names of uh, many, many synthetic ingredients. And they're very cheap to make. And people actually have be become used to using them. Like uh, we belong to a generation where already when we were babies, people were putting creams on us that were made synthetically. We are used to the smells of uh, washing uh, washing machine powders, which are synthetic. So we look at it as perceive it as natural, but it's not. It's not natural. In many cases, it provokes allergies. It can hamper the, the proper uh, sebum secretion balance of our skin. It can aggravate uh, dermatitis or provoke it. It can uh, speed up the aging while we use, try to put on anti-aging products, but they speed up our aging by by provoking inflammatory processes. So all this, um, we just didn't go into using them because we developed our own system of thinking and our own products. And we were sort of like faithful to the local plants. It's not uh, that we, we, we started by manufacturing standard cosmetics and try to improve it. So actually I myself don't know, I don't know how other cosmetics manufacturers really formulate their products because I was never in that position. And they don't, all equally don't know what we've been doing for 20 years. We've been, have many researchers, all of them did not come from the aesthetics industry. Very good. Let's see, when, when I hear that uh, description, that, oh, let's see, we got a little bit of a echo. Yeah. Amir, you might have to mute while I'm talking, if that's okay. Yeah, okay. I'll try that. That might help. But then how, well, how do I know? To, yeah, to just stop? unmute again. If I, ha if, I wonder if I can mute. No, you'd, you'd have to mute it on your end. Just getting okay. feedback. That's what happens when you go across the pond. <laughs> and we're literally sitting in Israel as we're doing this interview today. So um, there we go. That's, Is it better now? That's better now. Great. Yeah, that's perfect. Thank you so much. So this is, you see, this is, for me, this is fascinating when I hear 100% organic, 100% natural, 100% vegan. But from a consumer standpoint, Michelle, let me turn this back to you for just a moment. As a consumer um, and as a female who purchases skincare products regularly, why does that story resonate with you? It resonates with me because this is exactly what women are looking for in products. When you say all natural, all organic, uh, our products represent that to where the many that are on the market today, when you do read the ingredients, you see that there are chemicals still in their products, but by USA FDA regulations, they still are stamped as all natural because supposedly they have a very, a very little amount of that, those uh, chemicals used. But in reality, for women like myself, who understand what all natural, all organic means, 
uh, that selling proposition of using our products is very important and, and is exactly what we're trying to push out to the masses because there's nothing like these products here in the U.S. Okay. I love that. And when I read, I pick up the box and I read what the ingredients are and I can see that it says 100% organic, 100% vegan, 100% natural. And then I look at the ingredients and I don't see anything in here that is you know, chemical based mm-hmm. uh, and, and Amir, uh, those side effects that you mentioned are some of the things that I guess I probably experienced when I had that red dot over my right lip for several years. It's now gone mm-hmm. because I've been using one of your products that I love. And I, I personally use several of the products just because uh, they do amazing work. Um, I, I, I guess I look back at the side effects. I mean, is that why the paraffins or any of the other chemicals that could have, I thought it was always stress related and maybe too much travel related or poor diet, but it, it really was probably some of the chemicals that I had on other skincare products that created that. And even, even, you know, the famous version of uh, the lip balm that we have here in America uh, that those have chemicals in there. Well, I don't use those anymore, and uh, I, I'm guessing that's one of the reasons why that's a, that was a side effect for the side of my lip, that red dot, and that's no longer there because I'm using your products. That would would that be a fair assessment? It could be, uh, but it could be that you've used some that you had some like something like herpes, and we have plants that that uh, block herpes uh, proliferation, attack it. And that's because, uh, for instance, in that specific case, some plants need to protect themselves against plant viruses. So they contain ingredients that sort of like cut the uh, multipli- multiplying um, um, of um, uh, uh, organisms. Okay. And so we, we apply them to, to a block uh, herpes, for instance. So maybe you had a bomb that contained a plant called Everlasting, known also uh, as uh, Immortel in French. It, and it's a, ve- it's, it's, it's a very important ingredient in many of our products. It's not just antiviral, anti-herpes. It's extremely tissue regenerating. And we grow it here on the hills wow. on top of the Dead Sea because the environment here creates like twice the amount of uh, oils in that plant as compared to its uh, homeland in the region of Italy. But if you look at the name, look up on Google, Helichrysum Italicum, that's the the uh, Latin name, you will see that everybody's talking, uh, therapists and uh, all over the world are discussing how it's amazingly tissue healing, blood channel uh, cleansing. Uh, so you can use it when you have like uh, fine uh, uh, um, blood vessels seen on your face, mm-hmm. known as cuparose for women. And you can use it for when you to eliminate scars like post acne scars, provided they have not been uh, there for more than uh, two years. But it's also very anti-inflammatory. And you have so specific products that actually clear those those issues up as yeah. well. Yes, yes. We have. We actually, since we've been working for twenty years on this, we actually have treatments for skin prone to all of these conditions: psoriasis, eczema, seborrhea. All are, like I said, all herbal or natural. And we have a lot of statistics how they, they help people. So we have a lot of experience. Less, not like we're giving out something that we're not sure of. 
Well, one of the things that I remembered several years ago when we first started talking about your products and bringing them here to North America, Central, South America, that was kind of the region that we focused yeah. on first uh, of all. You'd mentioned that you had a lot of products and then so today you have a little over 65 products and, and continuing to grow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we've actually taken it and put those products into about four different categories with anti-aging for your skin, anti-aging for the body. Uh, we have uh, another category for the hair and scalp and then one for teenage um, skin care. But that's just, we're, I mean, we're only using 25 of the products. There's a total of 65 and you keep, you keep growing the line. These groups that you had mentioned earlier for us to maybe focus on to start out with have been amazingly well received and lots of people love the products. But when you design a product, what do you actually look for? Do you look for a market demand um, or is it from a scientific basis where you say, okay, we just created this particular product and if we tweak the, the formula just a little bit, it might actually help in another area for this other part of the body. Is that, how do you walk us through that process a little bit on what factors you look for when you design a product? Okay, as you know, uh, first of all, in scientific research, your ideas can come from various directions, which you've mentioned, uh, some of them like one development can give you an idea to different development. But sometimes there is a demand for a specific development. Now, our own evolution uh, as people, I'm a chemist and uh, I work with biochemists and uh, uh, botanists, people like that. And so we started we, from the angle of the uniqueness of plants. But then uh, once we started talking to people, we, uh, we were asked to, to help various issues. So that's the market demand uh, started to exert its influence. And so when we, uh, when we address, when we design a product for the skin, we normally try to combine uh, in, a, in a product several aspects and not just to address one aspect. For instance, if you, take, if you have uh, some fungal affection like athlete's foot, if you, t- if you buy uh, um, an ointment which is medical, you'll have some antibiotic and the, the, the remaining ingredients will be considered like a, a carrier the carrier of that specific active ingredient. But in plants, they don't know that they're supposed to have one active ingredient. They contain many, many ingredients in most cases, which have many influences. And we uh, start, we all often seek to uh, even uh, expand that uh, synergy by uh, adding more plants. So if we address acne, for instance, we do want to uh, block an enzyme participating in excessive uh, sebum secretion. And there are some plants that do that. And, and, and we also want to uh, p- protect the skin from scarring and to uh, prevent uh, bacteria from starting to proliferate on the excessive sebum, on the comedons, to create comedons and black, black uh, acne comedons. And we also seek to uh, block some uh, and some uh, pro-inflammatory proteins which create the redness and the inflammation when people have acne. So, and we also want to hydrate the skin and not dry it. So we seek uh, ingredients like jojoba oil. It's very, very similar in its te- texture to our sebum. So we put some of them that. And so we, 
it's normally many, many ingredients all for a reason in a product to try to address various aspects of an issue. And since we are strictly uh, use edible safe plants, we can safely give it out to people to try. And everything at the base is based on like 20 years of exper experimenting with people with uh, natural products and, and like studying, surveying the statistics and trying to determine which compositions are actually the best and trying to develop them over time. So then talk about, again, I mean, you just mentioned that not only are they 100% natural, 100% organic, they're also safe. So if they're edible, uh, they're obviously safe for your skin. That's, that's an, yes. that's, yes. that's, I remember you telling that's, me that's that. Really yes, we, 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 we strive to make the products in a way that if you put it on your baby or if, he, if, if a, a woman is breastfeeding and her nipples are, are, are getting cracked, she will not be afraid to put uh, an ointment or a cream made by us on it because it's all edible ingredients for the baby. That's fascinating. That's very helpful. Yes. yes. I also remember when you were telling me about the skincare line for the teenagers, um, you showed me that there were three steps. Um, I think they're still the same ones, Zuri, um, Neve, and Almagan. Right. Those, those were the three that you combined. And that gets back to your point earlier that you don't just hone in on one area of skincare. You actually hone in on a process, really. Uh, to right. eliminate different elements of what that that inflammatory part of the skin is or, or that damaged part of the skin is. You, when you're using, like, for example, in the skincare line for the teenagers, you're using three different steps. And all those three steps tie in together. And I remember you sent me over some pictures a long time ago, uh, a before and after picture. I think she, I think the young girl was oh, for girls, yeah. or a, girl, a girl from uh, Russia. Yeah, the girlfriend. Yeah, and it was. I mean, the before and after picture. We'll make sure we put that into the video content. But the pictures were, I mean, truly unbelievable. So let's talk a little bit about that. In fact, Michelle, jump in here. Let's have Amir talk a little bit about why those three steps are important, and then from a mother's perspective with teenagers that have acne, maybe you can weigh in a little bit of why that particular. Uh, story will actually resonate to the mothers and to the teenagers out there that are going to be purchasing these products. So, Amir, if you maybe you could explain a little bit why we have the three steps and how important they are, and then Michelle, if you okay. can that too. Well, basically, uh, when we talk about teen teenagers, we realize frequently they are not going to be uh, patient enough to to be asked to carry out elaborate procedures. And sometimes they are, feel embarrassed even discussing the issue of having pimples or they don't want people to know that they, they are on a medication for acne. And still taking uh, bearing all this in mind, we have a treatment that they just need to do at home in the evening in their own privacy. And nobody actually sees anything after you apply it or knows that you're doing this procedure. And... In some cases, you may choose to do just some of the steps, not all of them. The first step is the cleansing because uh, when you have acne, um, your pores are, in many cases, uh, the fine pores on our skin may be blocked by excess sebum and bacteria 
and some of the, the daily pollution that we absorbed. Mm-hmm. So we want to take it off, and we do it with plants, including the uh, helichrysum plant, which I described before, and uh, everlasting because it's very uh, scar preventing, and we don't we want to protect our skin from creating uh, long term scars. And we uh, try to remove. Let me clarify that you actually have the pore cleansing. Pore cleansing. You also have the scar prevention all in that first step. And disinfecting as well. Okay. And uh, uh, what preserves, I mentioned that we we never use uh, synthetic preserving ingredients. So, in that, it's a water based solution. And what preserves it apart from some of the plants are themselves very antibacterial. Is it has some some percentage of alcohol derived from uh, either grape or wheat fermentation? Sometimes people are deterred by five or seven percent uh, alcohol, but they need to know it's like putting wine in your skin. It doesn't make your skin uh, dehydrated or affected badly anyway. So that's a cleanser and uh, a poor a poor uh, cleanser, and it, it's also sort of like uh, helps to close pores when they're too opened by the acne treatment helps close them like i know estheticians frequently use it following deep pore cleansing deep uh, comedones removal they apply it and they say it's uh it helps to to uh really heal faster what the place that they've cleansed so this is a step one and if you only have very few breakouts like one or two big pimples you may choose to just use step one and step three, which is a very concentrated oils mixture, which you apply locally on big pimples. And uh, sometimes people wonder, well, my skin is oily. Why are you telling me to put some oil on? Well, uh, these oils are necessary in order to uh, diffuse through the oiliness, the sebum. Otherwise, if it's just water, it doesn't penetrate as well. And also, uh, this is, uh, I, I skipped over step two. Well, now, step two is actually a very important step. If you have many, many small pimples, and some teenagers just have that, just very, very small teenagers, sometimes on the fore, forehead. And so we give them that cream, which uh, I described before, previously, that it has three different functions as well as it hydrates our skin and it doesn't dry and make it uh, dehydrated. Now, if you have all sorts of pimples, both very small ones and some big, big ones sometimes break out, it's the best thing is to use the three steps. Additionally, uh, we have a detox tea, which we haven't talked about so far, but uh, as, uh, as you all know, our skin is like uh, a breathing element of our body and everything you see on our skin actually reflects uh, processes going on inside our body. So by enhancing, we have a detox tea, which is very tasty and easy to make because it comes with tea bags and you can make it into an iced tea and add some juice if you like, if you don't like the taste, but it's nice. No, it's got a sweet taste to it. I love it. Are you talking about... It's sweet, but doesn't have any sugar. Yeah, right. And it has a sort of like mint, uh, mint thyme, a flavor, I would say, uh, with some some hints of things like maybe uh, uh, cumin, uh, but it doesn't have any cumin. It's just the taste of the uh, everlasting plant that's present there as well. 
So uh, we suggest to do the detox, although some teenagers are reluctant to to do it. They say, well, I don't want to take anything. I just want to put it on my face. So mm-hmm. we try to be flexible with the different uh, responses of people and not coerce them. But uh, preferably, they should do the detox. And if they are already on Reaccutane, by the way, which is a very harmful medication in terms of uh, dehydrating our body, affecting our liver, and sometimes create, uh, causing severe depression, still, they can use this treatment. It's not doesn't have any contraindication. But there's no problem in using both Reaccutane and this topical treatment and doing the detox as well to protect their body and minimize side effects. Yeah. Love- so there's really four steps. The the poor cleansing and scar prevention. Yeah. And there is another step. Purifying yeah, have, um, and then the spot mm-hmm. treatment and then and then you've got the detoxing. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Michelle, we what also do you have think a soap oh. soap cleanser which is natural. And they can use it if they like to use soap on their face. Although I, I don't encourage people to use too much uh, soap on their skin because soap is a detergent which uh, tends to uh, dehydrate our skin and, and uh, eliminate some of the protective uh, oiliness from our skin, as well as uh, open up pores excessively. So this is some, so we come up with something that foams and contains uh, the helichrysum plant as well from the distillation. We have the water coming out. So it's very unique. And yet, uh, so some people want to clean the face with a, with some soap and they can use it. It's better than using normal soap, other soaps. This again is your healthy habit zone. I'd like to thank the Heroes Media Group and C-Suite Network Radio for the production and the distribution of this podcast. Again, this is Brian Hazelgren signing off for now. There are so many more things to come, more special guests, more innovative ideas, even healthy services and products that will hopefully amaze you, And number one, but number two, help you. And so we're always looking for ways to find your optimal level of health, wealth, and balance. So thank you again for, for tuning in today and for joining us. I hope you make it a great day.